Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. Now, could new regulations on short-term rentals hurt small local businesses in holiday hotspots? With the registration of short-term tourist letting bill under pre-legislative scrutiny today at the Joint Committee on Tourism, Culture, Arts, Sports and Media, concerns have been highlighted over the potential implications that homeowners could suffer. With the Fulcher Ireland Register expected to bring 12,000 properties back into the private rental market, this move for an increase in regulation was backed by government. But just how straightforward will it be? Well, we're joined now by Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Dooley, and you're welcome, Timmy, to the programme this evening. Um, I believe you think that these plans to reg- you think that these plans to regulate short-term rental properties will do more harm than good. Why? I think they have the potential to. For sure, there are some houses in short-term rental that are three-bedroom semis or maybe four-bedroom houses that, uh, if they were back in the rental sector, would be uh, beneficial to addressing the housing crisis. I'm not so sure where the 12,000 comes from, though. I think that's uh, that's perhaps over-egging it. I, here's the issue that I have. If you look at County Clare, where I'm most familiar with, there's plenty of small uh, units around Milton, Malbellist, and Varna, Kilchani, Cranny, you name it, any village. Some of them are granny flats. They're converted cow sheds. They're glamping pods. They're converted garages. They're yurts. Uh, bringing, are, are expecting to bring those in through regulation, uh, as solving the housing crisis, I think, is um, is farcical in, 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 at a minimum. I, I don't believe uh, that, uh, that that's going to solve our problem. I mean, Why? the housing crisis is there. Well, because quite frankly, putting restrictions on people who are already renting out granny flats or converted cow sheds or converted garages, those, those kind of units are not suitable for long-term uh, occupation. They're ideal in the summer months for three or four months. Uh, their their size, their comfort, the amenities, the conditions of those facilities are not suitable for long term. And many of the owners are not prepared to bring them up to a standard uh, that would meet the long term needs of a family. They're, they're, they're well, quaint, we're not necessarily just talking about a family, though, are we? I mean, there's lots of different categories of people that need accommodation at the moment. You know, a single person might be very happy to live in a granny flat if they're given no other option, if there's nothing else available to rent. I mean, I had a quick look at, at County Clare and Daft, at Lahinch, for example. There's two properties in all of Lahinch to rent at the moment. There's no properties available to rent in Doolin at the moment. Um, and a couple of others had none as well. Ennis, I think, has seven in all of Ennis, seven places to rent. If you're a single person, a granny flat might look very nice in that circumstance. I, I'm, I'm well aware of that, and I'm dealing with it in my constituency office every day of the week. There's a line of people into me, either by email, phone, are on my doorstep trying to find assistance to find accommodation. But I'm also conscious uh, that the proposal here is not going to solve the problem. When I talk to the owners of these properties, they're saying to me, we're not prepared to upgrade them to a standard that will meet the expectation of somebody who's living there through the winter. So we'll just let it, we'll just leave it as it is. So you'll have more properties, in my view, for, for the category that I talk about. It's not, I'm, I'm not mm. saying right across the market, but for that particular category, my concern would be 
that they will just say, you know, it's not worth the hassle of dealing well, you with know, it. But, and that's but a lot to the tourism sector. Sure. And, no, no, Sarah, this but is, people this is might rethink that if they couldn't make a quick buck via Airbnb or some of the short-term rental platforms. If they couldn't, I think Airbnb are saying the average uh, a user in, in Ireland is making something like five and a half thousand euro per year uh, via Airbnb. Now, if that was suddenly taken out from under you, you couldn't do that anymore. You might think, well, you know what? I will spend a little bit of money and upgrade the granny flat and rent it out and and contribute to the but actual think, housing crisis. I, th- I think when you talk about the average, you're putting in those that are three-bedroom semis that are effectively occupied year-round short-term letting uh, in larger urban areas. I'm talking about small units that are probably viable for two months of the year. They probably generate between two and 3,000, but they're an important part of the accommodation that's needed for the tourism. If you take County Clare at the minute, because of the positive response that we have given to the Ukrainian crisis, most of the hotels on the western seaboard are occupied with Ukrainian families who fled the war. So, to be honest with you, there will be a need to protect tourism to maintain a certain level uh, of these let- letting uh, properties to meet the demands and expectations. Because in addition to just those who uh, generate a level of income from the occupation of these properties, there's little restaurants, there's little tourism businesses that need a flow of tourists as well. So we've got to be careful that in attempting to address the housing crisis, which very definitely we, we need to do, that we don't damage one of the other fundamental aspects uh, of our, of, 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 of our um, economy in rural areas, which is the tourism one. Hmm. Um, you wondered where this number of 12,000 properties comes from well it comes from Fault Ireland they've estimated that around 30,000 short term tourists let, are, are being let in the state at the moment that's 20,000 full properties and around 7,000 rooms in private homes and taking all that into account it believes up to 12,000 properties could come back into the rental market arising from the reform so that, that's where it's coming from those 7,000 rooms again in, in private homes I, I understand what you're saying about the tourist industry but it's a housing crisis. It's it's a it's it's an absolute emergency. Do you accept that? Hello. Oh, have we lost him? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm here. Yes, we have we have a crisis, but it, I think it's a bit of a stretch to expect that we'll get one third of all that's available back into it. Because what people are saying to me is, and particularly some who have a holiday home where they use it uh, frequently themselves, but they they rent it out. Uh, on Airbnb in between when their family is using it. Mm. Um, they just, quite frankly, if they're forced uh, in, into a situation where they've got to get planning permission or whatever, they just won't um, They just won't go down that road and it'll they be gone it from the, the tourism market as well. Well, they uh, will for the weeks that it's not being used. You see, so, like to me, some of the commentary around this is it fails to understand actually how this works on the ground. You take some of the holiday homes that I'm familiar with in Lahinch and Kilkee and places like that. They're occupied by families and friends of the family uh, at no cost for many weeks of the year. Um, but then if there's a week where it's available and there's a demand, they'll okay. put it on Airbnb. Okay, there's well, no we have a text here from somebody now. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to, we have a text here from somebody. I haven't had a chance to verify it, but um, I, I just put it to you anyway and see, see what you think because it sounds about right just 16 places to rent in Clare says this person versus 400 in Airbnb oh no I accept that no 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 I accept that but so I'm how do we fix that to me do you accept that that has to be fixed Oh, 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 I do. And I think one of the best ways to do it is to recognise that there's a category of properties that will not be suitable for long-term letting and exclude those. I'm all forgetting the properties uh, that are suitable for long-term letting uh, onto the market and away from the short-term lets. No debate about that whatsoever. But I'm just a bit concerned that there's been uh, an oversimplification 
okay. of the solution here that has the potential to damage some of our tourism trade. All right, I want to ask you before you go, uh, your party colleague, Minister for State, Niall Collins, expected to make a doll statement to address details regarding his 2001 planning application. Um, do you know at this point when that will happen? I don't, but as, as you know, he has issued um, a rebuttal to the statements that were already made, a fairly strong statement that he issued the other evening. And my understanding is now that he's working on uh, a, a response uh, and waiting for uh, an opportunity to do so in the Dáil. And I'm sure that'll be done in the, 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 the quickest available time. And as time. you say, he's refuted the allegations. Uh, do you have confidence he has done nothing wrong? Oh, I, I do, based on what I have read and from what uh, what, what Niall has said in his statement. He seems to be, uh, and he, not seems to be, he is very clear uh, that he has done nothing wrong and that the substantive allegation made against him is incorrect. Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Dooley, thank you very much for joining us.